Dear Lord, I just thank you, Father, for everything that you're doing right now. You're so good to us, Lord. And right now, Father, in this moment, this very second, Father, we stand in awe of you. This is Devin Harris of Full Circle Refuge, yes, the director of Full Circle Refuge, a juvenile justice ministry that has been serving the Southeast for the past 20 years, at-risk youth with various issues to bring them to a transformation, yes, a new person in Christ. That is, a, that is our goal, and we have seen the fruit of the tree in these past 20 years. Many things we've seen this weekend. Well, we just don't have a lot of time to share. We would like to get to the message at hand of what we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks of Who Am I? Identity Crisis of Youth Today. The book written by Devon, Devin, that's me, Harris. And I uh, hope you enjoyed the introduction last week. I have chapter one ready for you this evening. Please respond at the end of the uh, podcast. I'll have the email and the website that hopefully you can respond to to give me some feedback please show me some love you know what I mean so here we go with the original manuscript of Devin Harris who am I identity crisis of youth today my son if you take my words to heart and treasure my commands within you if you Pay, pay close attention to wisdom and let your mind reach for understanding. If you indeed call out for insight, if you ask aloud for understanding, if you search for wisdom as if it were money and hunt for it as if it were hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and you will find the knowledge of God. Proverbs chapter 2 verses 1 through 5. God's Word translation. To protect the privacy of individuals within these stories are told in this book. The names have been changed, although the stories are based on real events. Chapter 2 A Troubled Life I came to God when I was 14. It was hard at first, and it still is. I slipped a lot, but I know I, have forgiven. I am forgiven through Christ. I have always been with God, even since I remember. I have done something that I, that I was not supposed to do. I was always searching for something to do, but sometimes it seemed like the only way to go is to get in trouble. So I started hanging out with the older crowd that smoked marijuana and drank alcohol. So not too long after that, I started doing it because I thought it was the right thing to do. And I didn't really care about anybody who was around me or myself. So I got into trouble with the law, and I got incarcerated. 
I thought I was right with God, but when I got out, I went right back to my old ways in less than two months. So I started doing everything again. Then I started getting involved with the law again. Then I would do something and not get caught, so I started getting braver and braver until finally I was caught, and now I'm sitting in detention center again. I committed one of the seven deadly sins, and I spent most of my teen in a center like this. And when I get released from here, I am not going back to the same people I used to hang around with. I have learned that no crime somebody could commit could ever be worth anybody's life. Also, nothing you do can bring back the time you have spent in a center. Life is already too short, and I do not need to waste any more locked up behind closed gates. God has moved me to do His music and tell my testimony. I also learned that God will use anybody, no matter what you have done in the past. I am one of His children now, and I know when I die, I will go to heaven, because my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. There are many people who can help you on your spiritual walk so that you can become a Christ-like. This is my testimony, and I would like to thank Devin Harris for letting me share DS Youth Development Campus. The fact is this. Each year, nearly 50,000 teenagers are arrested for crimes throughout Georgia. On any given day, 4,000 teens are locked up in juvenile facilities across the region. Of all the men and women released after they served their time, over 80% are rearrested within three years. What will the Christian world do to reach these teens who live each day without hope for a positive future? The Solution Over a decade ago, when I stepped into a YDC, I never thought that this is what I would be doing today. That first time was an awakening in my life of the needs of the lost and the opportunity to be used by God as a missionary to the at-risk youth of our community. That first time, the kids I interacted with are the same kids today I see in middle schools across the state. Same attitudes, same focus, and same direction. Many are lost, but many are open to hear about the Savior. I remember Chuck Colson, the founder of Prison Fellowship, say, that the only way to change a criminal's mind is to change is a change in a criminal's heart. Who qualifies to do this? Christ does. Many sincere seekers for God are puzzled about what He wants them to do. The religions of the world are humankind's attempt to answer this question, but Jesus has answered the question. Believe on Him. Many years ago, I began speaking public about gang intervention after ministering the gospel to a juvenile offender who was incarcerated at Augusta, YDC. He was excited about what we were talking about, but he feared that he could never change because he belonged to a gang. He said he would kill he said they would kill him if he tried to get out. I thought he was crazy. He belonged to something that had a hold on him so tight that he couldn't let God be part of that. At that time, I had little knowledge of the gang culture of today, but through research, interviews, and formal training, I began to understand their world. And now when we talk to kids, we can move past that wall and talk their language. This way, when we communicate to kids, they think, maybe they do know something about my world. Maybe they are speaking the truth. I ask kids all the time, 
what is the perfect solution to get out of a gang? And they give me all kinds of options. I say, no, that is not the perfect way. But I've met many men and women who have told me they got out of the gang situation through Jesus Christ. Intervention is a vital part of Full Circle Refuge. We are dedicated to reaching juvenile offenders while they're in lockdown as well as they are after they're released back in society. I believe FCR, Full Circle Refuge, is a three-fold ministry. Prevention, intervention, and transition. Community aftercare. The FCR intervention model and approach is an excellent pyramid that we as Christians have forgotten. Think of the top of the pyramid as a person's actions and the bottom the foundation as relational with others who who we hang out with this is the solution as FCR models every day wherever we are in a YDC on the streets or in school we want to keep kids out of the system we want to let them tell them what's going on and give them direction Dr. Scott Larson founder of Straight Ahead Ministries states in in a place for skeptics that gang members resonate with the description of the early church given in Acts 2. It describes exactly what they are seeking. Scott asked his readers to consider the definition of the Greek word for fellowship. That's koinonia, which is described in the book of Acts. It literally means to give, to contribute, to share, to be initiated into the mysteries of God, to participate in the deeds of others, being equally responsible for them. A gang embodies the core definition of the term koinonia. The church and the community desperately need to come back to the discipleship of families. Families are the key to involving, solving the gang epidemic. Kids are looking for a sense of belonging, acceptance, security, and power that is found in gang circles. A lot of kids tell us while they are in lockup that if we had been on their streets with them, they would have never gotten locked up. When I share with them about Jesus Christ, they say, We have never heard it this heard of this truth you're speaking in a way we can understand. Kids today are looking for heroes. Some find their great heroes on television, and this can make a harmful impact in our communities because it offers so many negative images of, G, of people who boast about money, sex, and power to the youth. A lot of kids think they can be high-profile rappers like T.I. or Snoop Dogg or Lil Wayne, but that's twisted success. Still, many young people model their behavior and ideas after their celebrities and consider them to be role models. This happens because we are not being heroes to our kids. Also, we are not showing them the greatest hero who ever lived, Jesus Christ. The church and the family unit need to instill the truth early on with children. We need to invest time in with our youth because time equals love. If we do this, the kids won't think about joining the gangs to get attention because it's been provided at home. I was asked to share a presentation on gangs with a group of young people at an after-school program. As we, we talked about their futures, many had the same dreams and goals as I did when I was a kid, to be somebody successful. These young people were excited to be challenged about their future and that someone cares enough to ask them about their goals. I asked for comments and questions at the end of the session. One girl asked if I could come back the next day. I asked why. She said, to speak to us more about life. Wow! 
So many young people are looking for heroes in their lives to come encourage them, challenge them, and love them. Why? Because the norm of a true hero does not exist in their world today. I ask myself, where are these men? Where can I find them? Where is this hero that will point others to the true hero? Young people today are looking for heroes. Regrettably, many find their great heroes on television. This is a negative and harmful impact to the youth and our communities because TV so often offers so many images of people who only boast about money, sex, power, and violence. What is a hero? Oliver North, Colonel Oliver North, book American Heroes states, a hero has a legendary figure, endows with great strength and ability, a illustrious warrior, a person possessing great courage. There's also another important characteristic of a hero. They place themselves at the risk for the benefit of others. My opinion is that this is a lost art in society. Every day I see young men and women without a moral compass to guide them through life. Very very few people want to take a risk to invest in a disenfranchised youth. The result is an increasing of crime in schools, gangs, and more unplanned children born to unwedded teens. All of this is the consequences of not having a true hero in their life. When it comes to responding to the needs of disenfranchised youth who are seeking a true hero. Well, I hope you enjoyed the second chapter of Who Am I? Identity Crisis of Youth Today by Devon Harris. Hope you enjoyed, as I said already, but I'd just like to hear back from you. You can email us at podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, podcast at fullcirclerefuge.org. You can also contact us on our website at fullcirclerefuge.org you can do a contact there let me hear let me hear a shout out from you from you i appreciate it and appreciate the downloads um, from the website again as i always say go serve your king i'm out Speaking life over me to get the nation healed yeah. With a flow skill, yeah. that is so ill yeah. You will lock everything in my soul's grill Now I'm finally living what I'm called to do And I don't want some, I want all of you <laughs>